Welcome back to Held and Healed. This podcast is a resource filled with resources to help you on your healing journey, especially for women who are rebuilding their lives after abuse. We also um, welcome any helpers who want to learn how to better support those women in an abuse-informed, trauma-informed manner. And so I just thank you so much for your time. And to anyone who has passed um, this on to others and shared the podcast, thank you so much. We did reach 8,000 plays in the month of April, um, and that was just a huge milestone because when I started this, I had no idea if anyone would listen. And my theory was if one woman is blessed by it, then it's worth it. And to know that that many women have come along and um, just felt validated, heard, seen, that is powerful. And um, it's the reason that I do what I do. So just a reminder that this podcast is not meant to take the place of or to contradict um any professional licensed abuse-informed trauma-informed therapy. I strongly advise people to find that type of help and in the coming months we're actually going to be really talking about mental health and how to go about choosing someone who is abuse-informed, trauma-informed, and safe because that is something that I get um, asked about almost daily. I get asked for recommendations, I get asked for what do you look for, what do you ask, and it's really important to know that you, as the client, as the patient, <clears throat> you can interview your potential counselor or therapist or coach just as um, intensely or as intentionally as they should be interviewing you. And we want this to be a good fit for both. And a lot of times coaches are a great option because coaches like myself have specialized in and spent um, years or longer very much researching the specific field of abuse and trauma. And sometimes we're finding that a lot of counselors are not trained in trauma. So it's really, really important to um, get those things up front and know who you're working with. Um, And we're going to create kind of like a checklist and questions to ask and things to be um, just aware of. And also just know that at any point, if you do not feel safe, if you do not feel seen, heard, validated, if you feel like you're not progressing and you're not being given tools, you don't have to stay. You do not have to stay in a relationship with a counselor or a coach if it is not benefiting you and helping you to be safe. So um, just some of the things that I wish I had known um, when I first started working with counselors. And I want to make this um, experience for other people um, as pleasant as possible. I mean, counseling obviously is a lot of hard work, but you should feel safe. And you should feel um, like you have choices and options and someone's not telling you what to do. That's really important. For so long, those of us who have endured abuse, we have had every everything, um, we've been told every move that we can make and every breath we can take. And we don't need helpers doing that to us because that's another form of abuse and it can re-traumatize and re-victimize us. So look in the coming months for podcasts that specifically focus on mental health and helping you to choose a wise and safe and informed counselor or coach. So you will notice if you go back um, into the archives that I only 
recorded one podcast in the month of April. And the reason is that I have a lot of new things that I am currently juggling and launching. And in the midst of that, I've also been dealing with a lot of health concerns and health issues. So what I'm finding is that they're just there's not enough hours in the day and there's not enough brain cells to do all the things I want to do. So I am back to the drawing board looking at the spoon theory. For those of you who are familiar with that, that's just a, a way of measuring your energy and your capacity to get things done in a day. It's a very useful tool for those who are rebuilding after chronic illness, after trauma, after abuse, um, those who are um, dealing with and finding strength in the midst of mental illness, etc. So um, I just realized that if I'm taking care of my body and making it to all these different specialty appointments, that those are spoons that I don't have to use somewhere else. So in this season of deeper self-care and reevaluating some things. I am just back to the drawing board. So what I've decided moving forward, <coughs> please excuse me, allergies happening here in Virginia. Um, moving forward is I am going to push and aim is the right word for recording two podcast per month because I'm also recording all kinds of other content for other things that I am launching. So look forward to two podcasts per month from this platform. And then if you're part of the Held and Healed group, I am going to be participating in creating a series. This is really exciting. A a series that we're titling Jesus and the Marginalized. And I am going to be working with Dale and Faith Ingram of the Speaking Truth and Love Ministries. And we are going to focus on Jesus and his relationship with people that were cast out by society, cast out by spiritual leaders, and how he loved them and served them and honored them. This series is part of my healing journey because I have experienced a lot, and I do mean a lot of spiritual abuse in my life. And I have walked through seasons where I was honestly afraid to even open the word because it was very triggering to read certain passages and remember how those passages were mistranslated, misused, misrepresented, and caused me to feel less than and caused me to feel worthless and caused me to feel not good enough. So this is part of my healing is to dig deeply into God's word to study the life and the encounters that Jesus had with people and to do it with a couple who are abuse-informed, trauma-informed, and he is a shepherd and a pastor who understands how to study God's word, how to look at original context, original language, original culture. So I am really, really excited about this opportunity. I'm just going to keep rolling, y'all. Please excuse me. (laughs) I have started and stopped this multiple times, but I feel like I just need to keep rolling despite despite the allergies. Um, I couldn't find my allergy blend right before I started this. So once I finish this podcast, I am going to find my lavender, lemon, and peppermint and use it and use it well. So this is going to be a YouTube series 
So once we record these episodes, there will be a series on my YouTube channel. <clears throat> and we're just shooting right now. We're aiming for one a month. And at the end of a year, we should have a series of 12 of these. So I am really looking forward to growing and to helping others grow in their faith and feel safe returning to the word and feel safe understanding it is so vital that we know the God of the word, not just the word of God. If we separate and only study the word of God without truly knowing the heart, the character of the God of the word, we are missing something huge. We are missing the essence, the entirety, the um, the completeness of God's word. We have to know him and his heart and his character. And I believe that by studying Jesus and studying his encounters with men and women and children and outcast people, we are going to really um, be able to tap in to who he, who he is. And my hope and my prayer is that this series will minister deeply to those parts of us that have been wounded by God's word being misused and um, yeah, used to control us, used to um, manipulate us, used to silence us, especially women. And I believe that healing is going to flow as we, as we do this series together. So that is one project. I'm also going to be launching in the near future. I'm not 100% sure on the date just yet, but I'm going to be launching something called the Held and Healed Haven. So as Held and Healed Christian Women Rebuilding After Abuse, that Facebook group has grown and um, it has grown quickly. And so we want to create, I want to create a space where there is more intimacy. So I currently offer two different coaching opportunities in a group setting. One focuses on boundaries and one focuses on 12 truths to renew your mind as you rebuild after an abusive marriage. And those are going to be on a rotation. So on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern until otherwise noted, those are going to be constantly rotating. And you can go to my um, my website, which is heatherelizabeth.org, and you can click on those tabs and it will tell you which course is starting when. <clears throat> so I'll keep those dates updated. As one group starts, I will create a link for the next group. So every six weeks, a new 12 truths will start over. And then every six weeks alternating, a new boundaries group will start over. But what happens in those groups is that we we create community and we become, um, our hearts become like knit together and the time comes and our six weeks is up and then what? Like we still want to continue in that more intimate group, that intimate setting with the people that we've met. Um, so what I'm creating is going to be called the Held and Healed Haven and it's going to be a membership group that will meet on Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern. Even if that's not a good time for you and you maybe cannot make it to the Zooms, I would still guarantee that there's going to be a lot of great content. So even if Tuesday nights are not great or Saturday mornings are not great, I would still encourage you to take advantage. The only thing that you could not make up would be the Zooms. We do not record those because of privacy and safety issues. But you would be able to catch up on any Facebook Lives,
I do um, some of my group coaching as a Facebook Live where I come and I am asking questions and you are typing in your answers. And then I'm also creating video content in each of these groups. So um, you will have those videos to refer back to as needed long term. So in Hell and Healed Haven, we're going to really hone in and be laser focused about talking about practical, hands-on application of boundaries and the 12 truths and mental health resources and regulation. So something that I am choosing to spend the next several months of my life and beyond studying more and more is how the brain works and what trauma has done to the brain. So those of you who know me by now, you know that I am a very simple person and things that are scientific and medical and lots of big words with multiple syllables. um, I just kind of like zone out, but I feel that it is time to dig more deeply into understanding how the brain works and offering women practical solutions for how to regulate and how to calm themselves when they are in situations that are triggering revisiting trauma memories and we unfortunately do not get to have amnesia we don't get to just conveniently forget all the things that have happened in our lives so we need to have tools and we need to have ways to handle these things when they arise (coughs) excuse me So we are going to be really focusing on that in the Held and Healed Haven. And I will be bringing in, probably once a month, I will be bringing in a guest speaker to share from her area, her realm of expertise. So I will bring in coaches, counselors, therapists, um, different people who uh, work in holistic um, and integrative medicine. And it's just going to be a full body like a place where you can just learn about all parts of us, body, mind, spirit. So be looking for that link will be added into the Held and Healed um, group, but it also will be added to my website as soon as I get that up and running. So my original plan was to launch June 1st, but my, my, it's coming quickly. So I may need to wait till July 1st to launch that, but just be watching for updates on that because it will be an incredible opportunity to grow and to heal, to learn, and to create that more intimate community with other women. So one thing that has been tremendously blessing my heart in the last several months that I wanted to tell you all about is the Adam Young Counseling Podcast, The Place We Find Ourselves. So maybe you are in a season of your life where you are struggling to find a safe counselor. Maybe you um, cannot financially afford one. So this podcast is something that I recommend. But there's kind of a strategy to it. So um, I would not binge it because it's very, very deep. And... I would recommend that you start with a three-part series that's about um, when healing begins. And I think that's episodes 24 through 26. I'm not 100% sure. I should have written that down. 
but they just give, Adam gives very practical ideas and concepts and tools for how to begin the process of healing and grieving. So one conversation that came up in Held and Healed this past week was a lady said, I just, I'm afraid that if I start to feel and I start to grieve and I start to cry, I will not stop. I will not stop. So I reached out to a therapist friend and said, what resources do you recommend for this woman? And he referred to these episodes in the Adam Young podcast. He also referred to the book, Try Softer. Adam Young, his most recent episode is actually an interview with the author of Try Softer. So maybe, just maybe, that would be a dandy place to begin. And you could go back in Adam Young's podcast and you can just kind of pick the topics that you want to study. He talks a lot about attachment styles. He talks a lot about regulation and the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. And I am learning and gleaning so very much. And the therapist that I am currently working with has studied and, you know, intentionally under Adam Young. And Adam Young is under Dan Allender with the Allender Center. So all of those resources are just incredible resources because there's just such a balance of biblical understanding and biblical knowledge balanced with the brain-body connection to trauma. And, you know, just red flag, red flag, red flag, if you are working with someone who is in a church setting who probably doesn't have training on trauma or abuse. If you're working with a quote-unquote biblical counselor, a lot of times, a lot of times what happens is uh, Bible verses are quoted and you're told to pray more. And that is completely, completely missing the brain. It's completely missing the need, the necessity to go back and to help the brain to begin to heal. And... I talk about how irresponsible it would be if someone was in the middle of having a heart attack and we stood over them and said, oh, just read your Bible, just pray more. That would be ridiculous, ridiculous. And yet we do that with the brain. The brain is an organ in the body. It's the most important organ in the body. And to treat it as though this were just a spiritual problem is ignorant and irresponsible. It's dangerous to do that. So if you are being told that you just need to dot, 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 and you just need to pray more, and you just need to read your Bible more, and you just need to forgive more, that is a very concerning and alarming red flag to me that the person you are working with is not trained. So please, please um, remove yourself from that type of counsel and pursue resources like the Allender Center and Adam Young Counseling and Flourish Therapy, um, that is run by two dear friends of mine, a husband and a wife duo. And you're just going to be, you're going to be blessed tremendously. And if you're part of Held and Healed, I share other resources in there that I believe are safe resources. So lots and lots of opportunities coming up to grow and to heal and to learn together. So I just wanted to hop on here this morning 
and share a little bit about the vision moving forward, where we're headed, where I've been. I do appreciate your prayers as I continue to figure out the puzzle that is my health. <laughs> and I have said, you know, when I was in junior high, late late elementary school, early mi- middle school, I read every single Nancy Drew book that was ever written. And I feel like I am Nancy Drew of my medical self. I'm just looking for clues. I am trying to figure out, you know, the timing of this event and that event and this reaction and this migraine. And I have some incredible people working with me, which that will all be part of the Held and Healed Haven. I will introduce you to some of these amazing, amazing medical professionals who are helping me. But yeah, there's just, there's some piece that's missing in this puzzle. And I am, I'm taking time and I'm using energy and focusing on uh, getting stronger and healthier because if my physical body breaks down again, I won't be able to keep up with the things that I am passionate about doing. So I only work a couple of hours each day from home. A lot of that is from my couch or my bed, which is the beauty of doing what I do. But at the same time, I want to be up and I want to be outside and I want to be enjoying life and I want to be active. So I do appreciate your prayers as I move towards uh, finding the answers. You can also um, go to my website, heatherelizabeth.org and click on the summit tab. And there you will find the Safer Spaces Summit and you can register uh, to gain that amazing content. That is specifically designed for helpers. So people who really are are ready to acknowledge that abuse is happening inside of faith communities and want resources to know how to educate themselves and then begin to advocate for survivors. So I believe at this point we have 10 hours of content recorded and I'm hoping to add a couple more hours of content down the road, but it will help you to just be exposed to the statistics of how many people are suffering from abuse and then survivor stories and then most importantly solutions for addressing abuse within faith communities. So please check out that tab and if you are anywhere near the Shenandoah Valley in Virginia, um, September 9 through 11 is going to be our second annual Held and Healed Ladies Retreat. And we welcome survivors. We are going to be discussing domestic violence and spiritual abuse and childhood trauma and sexual abuse. So even if you are not in an abusive marriage, there will be many elements of the weekend that could pertain to you and your past and your history. And so we have the amazing Clara Hinton, Rebecca Davis, Joy Forrest, and oh, Faith, Faith Ingram. See my brain, see my brain, just, it just stops, it just stops. Those four ladies will be coming and each one will be taking a different um, type of abuse and sharing not only about their story and the realities of that form of abuse, but also the, the ways in which each woman healed and the different types of help that she received that helped her to become the woman that she is now able to help other people. 
And we're going to be uh, really talking to and speaking to our younger selves. What were the things we needed to hear? I'm going to be inviting the women to consider as a child, what were the words that you needed, your caregivers, your mother, your father, your spiritual leaders, your extended family, your teachers, what were the words that you longed desperately to hear? And then speak that over yourself now. When you were a young woman and you were walking through the craziness of dating and choosing to marry someone and then maybe realizing that they weren't who you thought they were, what did you really need to hear from the people that said they loved you? What were the words of affirmation, the words of healing that you needed spoken over you? And we're going to speak those words over ourselves. And then in your current situation, wherever you find yourself right now, here, today, what are the things that you are longing for other people to speak over you and the validation that you are longing to hear? And we are going to minister to our own hearts. I think there's something very powerful about mothering, mothering ourselves. So I am really excited to have these opportunities to grow with each of you in whatever realm, whether it's on the podcast or in the group or at a retreat or in a coaching session, there are so many ways that we are learning together, growing together, healing, creating community. I love, love, love to see how the women who meet in group coaching or meet at a retreat then become um, friends on Facebook. And then I can see their interactions, encouraging each other, praying for each other. It's tremendous. It is absolutely the best part of what I do. Um, And then last, but certainly not least, uh, we should be in the next month or so, we should be officially launching the Honor Project movement. This is a nonprofit that will be empowering women as they rebuild after abuse. And so there are different ways that we're going to go about that. We're going to focus on some needs around Christmas time and around Mother's Day and just do some practical um, giving women support um, and resources to get through and to make those days special. We are also going to be offering some coaching in the realm of helping women choose safe, abuse-informed, trauma-informed counselors. That's going to be a really big part of where I spend my time is just helping women to look over a checklist and learn how to be her own advocate and speak up and ask the questions to ensure that she gets someone who is trained and equipped. We're going to build um, just relationships with the community. So I have an opportunity coming up to speak in one of our local um, training facilities for young people and sharing about the dynamics, the patterns and systems of abuse. We um, regularly um, during the holidays, we take meals to our local sheriff's department just to bless and honor the men and women who serve and who are on the other end of of taking care of domestic violence. I would like to work more um, closely with our local domestic violence shelter. Um, I was recently part of a, an intake session and was able just to, to see the process and see the questions they ask. And I just want to know if I'm sending people to a resource that it is a safe resource and that they do um, know what they're doing. They do know how to handle things in a safe manner. So the Honor Project Movement, you can find us on Facebook 
Instagram and a very, we call it whispers of a website. (laughs) It is very humble right now. There's a donate button and that's it. It is um, honorprojectmovement.org. So the whispers of a website, um, the beginnings. I have a friend who's helping me to create that that website and more information is coming. But just know that this is going to walk hand in hand with the things that I am passionate about. I was encouraged to do this so that people could give more generously and receive the tax deduction. So as you can see, there is a lot happening. There's a lot happening. And learning to balance all of this with still taking care of my body, honoring how many spoons I actually have to to work with in a day, and still making sure that I am available to my, my sons and other dear friends, it is a lot. And I don't, I don't have to explain that to any of you because I know that each of you juggle many, many things in a day. So I am going from having two or three good hours a day to maybe five or six good hours a day. And then the rest of the time, my body is very much in a state of rest. So I just encourage you wherever you are to be gentle and to be kind. Be kind to yourself. And something that I have started doing and encouraging other women to do, think of yourself as a a trusted and safe friend. Think of yourself as your own bestie, okay? Someone that you love, someone that you care about, someone that you wish well, someone that you want you know, the best in the world for. And treat yourself with the same honor and the same care that you would treat that bestie. So when you're struggling and you're having a bad day, speak to yourself as though you were your bestie. Would you say, oh, just get over yourself. Oh, it's not so bad. Oh, you just have no, no pain tolerance. Oh, you're such a wimp. You would not say that to someone you love and you care about. So don't say it to yourself. Speak words of comfort. I am so sorry that you are having a bad day. I am so sorry that you are scared right now because you know what it feels like to be able to only be up for an hour or two a day And you must be so terrified right now that you're going back to that. Speak to yourself and say things like, hey, what can give today so that you can be at peace and rest? You don't have to take care of everybody all the time, but you do need to take care of yourself. So this is something that I have been practicing with myself and I encourage and challenge you to be kind and nurturing and loving and comforting and affirming and honoring to yourself because you are amazing. You have survived things that are unspeakable. You have survived things that could have destroyed you. You have survived things that could have stolen your your very life and your breath, but you're here. You are strong, you are resilient, you are a fighter, you are tenacious, you are fierce, you are not weak, you are a giver, you're always looking out for other people, and now I challenge you to look out for yourself and take care of yourself because you are so worthy of that. You're so worthy of care and honor and respect and safety and fidelity and love. 
So dear one, be blessed today and let me close us in a prayer. Father, as we move forward into the things that you have called us to, as we move forward into the things that you created us for and you destined us for, I ask that you give us strength, that you give us grace, that you give us health. I pray, Lord, for your plans and your purposes in our lives to prosper, for the plans of anyone else to take a back seat to your plans and your purposes. I pray, Lord, for every woman who hears my voice, who feels overwhelmed, I ask, God, that you would calm her. I ask, Lord, that you would comfort her. I pray, God, that you would give her tools in her tool belt to help her learn to regulate and to calm and to soothe herself in those times of testing. I pray, Lord, for financial provision for every woman who is in need right now. I ask that you would open up the storehouses of heaven. We heard a beautiful story in our group this week of how you just bless the socks off of someone. And God, I'm asking that. I'm asking that you just show up for these women and show them how deeply loved they are, that you go before them and you pave a way that can be explained no other way, no other way than that you stepped in, you showed up and you showed off. I pray, Lord, for relationships with children, God, where there's brokenness, where there is um, separation, where there's DV by proxy, where um, children are believing things about their mothers that are not true, where they're being manipulated and deceived. I ask, Lord, that you would soften their hearts, open their eyes, unstop their ears, and pull them and draw them, Father, back to the hearts of their mamas and back to your heart as their loving Heavenly Father. We pray, Lord, for every need that is represented by every person that hears this message today and ask God that you bring in your peace which passes understanding to guard each heart and guard each mind and that your perfect love would drive out fear and that your joy unspeakable would well up inside of us and that those who have not felt joy ever and have not felt joy in a long, long time would just have this overwhelming sense of joy. And I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, thank you for your time. Please check out heatherelizabeth.org. And if you are a lady who is rebuilding or a helper of a lady who's rebuilding, please join us at Held and Healed, Christian Women Rebuilding After Abuse. I pray that you will feel held even as you are being healed. Mm-hmm.